that's how we make jack-o'-lanterns. Yes, <laughs> it definitely is. Mm -hmm. Wow. Should we watch that again? No. Okay, good. We could if you want. Moving on. <laughs> so uh, that was a caterpillar, right? Yeah. Can you imagine when that goes through the chrysalis stage, what kind of butterfly that's going to be? <laughs> I thought about that. Yeah, we used to think about that. Um, wow. We're going to discuss some things today that need to stay in this room. What about those candles? It, it turns out that there's a lot of guys really fired up to win this little friendly competition we're having. And they're trying to do things without technology. So we're going to talk about technology, and that's going to be our advantage. Okay. But we have to all agree, this technology stays with us. Okay? We'll get into it, but it's got to stay with us. How's that going to happen if they're all listening out there? I want to show you a picture of what's happening out there. This, this is just a little bit of spying on them. <laughs> so, Look at uh, that. I will tell you that uh, this is my garage at home. And <clears throat> those like are not my trucks. And so if, if you're going to win, you know, knowledge is power. So we send out our spy to see what they're up to. And I got a report back in from our chief spy. And this is what we've learned so far. Yeah, there it is. Now you notice no one's even noticing that there's a spy. It takes a very special spy to be able to do this all undetected. I actually sent my spy in disguise. Did you? Yeah. But I wasn't sure the spy would give me a full report, so I also commissioned a spy to watch the spy. <laughs> would you like to see the secondary spies video? Uh -huh. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh huh. So now, now we know now how we this know. all works, don't we? Mm -hmm. So that's that's kind of the thing. <clears throat> what was that? What was that? What was that? What was, I was that, that you? What were I you didn't doing? I see it. <laughs> I don't think that was supposed to be on. As you were. You're spying on me. No. <laughs> Somebody is. No. So. I thought it was a little bit unfair. Five grandsons against just one me. How's that fair? It's, it's not so I was thinking, you know, maybe we should, and just when I was trying to figure out which ones to eliminate, <laughs> a sixth one showed up. <laughs> now we have six trucks competing against just one little raptor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, grandson number six showed up, and he says, you know, I have a truck. And I thought, it's too late. And he looked at me like, <laughs> so, uh, so now we have six. And uh, next week is the big showdown. So 
we need to get into how we're going to make this Next thing work. Next week. Yeah. I come fast. Oh, it comes fast. Yeah, they put them one right after another. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of how it goes. Okay, so here's the deal. I want to show you the light because the light came for the raptor. Uh, this is what it looks like. Look at that puppy. Yeah, 100 watts of power, LED. This, and you notice that there's a couple on the sides. So I have that. five of these, 500 watts. That is a lot of lumens. We will be noticed. <laughs> they say that if you turn this on in Kansas City, they can see a glow in California. <laughs> I mean, this is really, really a powerful light. It's very, very bright. But it's 100 watts. That's a lot. And it turns out that you've got to have a way to turn the light on and off. Now, in the Raptor, realizing that we were going to run into challenges like the grandsons, <laughs> they installed some special switches up above the head here in the Raptor. Do you see those? There's six switches that you can turn on and off. And it turns out that the first two have five amps of power available. The next two have 10 amps of power. And the last two can switch 15 amps of power. Now, we need to make sure we understand what this is, because if we hook them up wrong, something's going to go wrong. And we can't afford to have anything go wrong at a life-critical moment like this. <laughs> okay? So amps, we talked about watts, 100 watts, and 5 amps, 10 amps, 15 amps. I want to make sure everybody's all on the same page. When you're talking about electricity, you've got to know three words. Volts, amps, and watts, right? Volts, you know that you have a one and a half volt battery in a flashlight. We know that the car battery in a truck or a car is 12 volts. So what are volts? Volts is the push. How hard the electricity wants to push. Turns out that one chemical cell, like in a battery, puts out about one and a half volts. And so if you want a 12 volt battery, you have to stack up enough to get 12 volts. It's like with the flashlight, we put two batteries together, we get three volts, the light's brighter. Some have four battery, or three batteries for four and a half volts. Well, a car battery does 12. How can we make this a little bit easier to envision? A lot of people think about water and how you can pump water. If you have a very high powerful pump, you can pump water through a nozzle and spray it to clean your truck, your Raptor, all right? High pressure pushes the water through a nozzle faster and it has power then to take the dirt off. Electricity is kind of the same thing. With water, we push it with more and more pressure. With electricity, we push it with more and more volts. Volts are like pressure. It's how hard you're pushing the electrons, okay? With water, if you're spraying off your truck, you have it at whatever pressure it is, but there's a certain amount of water that's flowing. And how much water is it? Well, maybe it's one gallon a minute. Maybe it's 10 gallons a minute. How many gallons per minute is how fast the water is flowing? It's how much water you're gonna use. With electricity, we call the flow rate 
amperes, or for short, we call them amps, okay? So volts are how hard we push it. Amps is how many electrons are flowing through the wire. And if you multiply volts times amps, the answer you get is watts. Watts is how much power. We talked about the, uh, excuse me, we didn't. He talked about having all the mules pulling, I mean, the tractor being worth 60 horsepower. It's like 60 horses pulling the tractor. Well, that's power, horsepower. Horsepower is how much power one horse can create by pulling a plow. In this case, when we're talking about power with electricity, power is watts. And it's the push, the volts, times the amps. Is that all making sense? I think it does. Well, now, some of you have studied algebra, and you realize that you can actually then take the 100 watts, which our light is. Let's look at this light again. This light is a 100-watt LED light, which means when we connect our 12 volts to it, we can calculate how many amps are flowing through it, how fast electrons are falling, by dividing 100 by 12 volts. And it turns out that the amps are, are about 8 amps. All right, now, here's where we start to run into a problem. Do you remember when I was showing you those switches? We have two switches that will handle a circuit of 5 amps. The next two will handle 10 amps, and the final two will handle 15. And you say, why? Yes, Ford, why? Why did they make it that way? Well, they wired those switches up so that I would be able to get ready for this contest faster. <laughs> I didn't have to put the switches in. But when you start using more power, it takes a bigger wire to carry the power. And so the size of wire going from each switch is what determines how much power it can carry. Now, it just so happens that I have three wires here. And each wire is two wires. It's a red and a black. They're kind of stuck together, but I can separate them. So there's a black wire and a red wire. And the difference between all of these is they're different size wires. One has more copper in it than the others. There's a little one. There's a medium size and a big one. And if I do a close-up photograph of this, then you can see. The small ones here are what we call a 16-gauge wire. And the middle size is a 14-gauge. And the big one is a 12-gauge. OK, so let's think about that for a minute. Wires are measured in a thing we call gauge. And this is something you ought to, you ought to learn. So when you go buy a wire, you have to make sure you have one big enough to carry the number of electrons that are going to flow by. And the number of electrons is what we measure in amperes. Now, if this were water that we were doing instead of electricity, you'd say, how big a diameter pipe do you need? Since it's electricity, you say, how big of a conductor do you need? You notice in my picture that the big one on top there is 12 gauge, and the little one on the bottom is 16 gauge. So something's wrong. Big should be bigger, but instead, big is littler. In other words, 12 gauge is bigger 
then 14 gauge is bigger than 16 gauge. And wire sizes go that way. The lower the number, the bigger the wire. The higher the number, the smaller the wire. And you say, that's whack. Well, there's a story about why that is we won't go into. But you ought to memorize that. And guys that are doing engineering and inventing and doing science fair projects have to know what size wire you need for how much current you're going to carry. The 12 gauge wire, which is the biggest one there, is the size of wiring that's in most of our houses hooking up electric outlets and hooking up lights. 12 gauge. It just so happens that a 12 gauge wire is rated to carry 20 amps. Hmm. 20 amps. A 14 gauge wire, which is a little smaller, is rated to carry 15 amps. So you can go through and figure out how big you need. I just wanted to know how big a wire do I need to hook up my lights. And I, I like this 14 because it's, it's small. The 16 smaller would be easier to run, cost less. But then instead of one light, I ended up getting five. <laughs> so if I have five lights, I don't have 100 watts. I have 500 watts. That's a lot for a light bar in a truck. <laughs> so if I take 500 and divide 12 into it, I find out I have 40 amps of power. Now remember, a 12-gauge wire, which is the size we use in our houses, can carry 20 amps. I have 40. I'm going to have the best-looking lights that nobody can turn on. <laughs> and you say, well, well, why do you need the right size? Well, you need to have the right size because if the wire is too small, the electrons going through will make it hot. And if it gets too hot, it will go, it'll burn up. You want me to prove it? <laughs> OK, I tried taking just one of these little strands here and hooking it up to the battery. Watch this. Okay, we need to demonstrate uh, why a wire needs to be protected. I have a piece of stranded wire, pulled the insulation off, and now I'm going to pull out one strand and separate these others out of the way. So this strand would be like having a very small wire. I'm going to hook one side of the wire up to our battery, and I'll hook the other side of the wire up to the other end of the battery. There we go. I want to get this right over the blue here so you can see it. All right, so when I turn on the battery, there's no motor or light or anything in there, so the electricity is just going to flow through as fast as it can. We call this as a, a short because the battery is shorted out, and that means the current's going to flow so fast, this wire is going to get hot, and since we don't have anything protected, it, Watch closely and see what happens. On three. One, two, three. <laughs> Let's try a little slower. Oh, cool. <laughs> Can you imagine what it'd be like facing the grandsons when that happens to <laughs> A little embarrassing, wouldn't it? <laughs> so 
there's definitely a problem. I need a bigger wire than even a 12 gauge. I need a huge wire. Did you know that when you're bringing the power from the power line outside to your house, so it's all the power that's gonna power your whole house, you don't use a 12 gauge wire. Remember, the lower the number, the bigger the wire. You probably don't even use a eight gauge or a six. Probably not even a one gauge. Instead, you use a zero gauge. Isn't that funny that you could have a zero gauge wire? A zero gauge wire is a great big wire. It's about as big around as your finger. And they call it zero gauge. But for big houses or for an office, that's still not enough power. With a, a large house using a lot of power, you need a bigger wire than a zero gauge. How do you go smaller than zero to make a bigger wire? No problem. The next size is a double zero gauge, <laughs> zero, zero. Only that sounds weird, so electricians call it a double aught. Aught to zero, a double aught wire. The line bringing power into my laboratory is a four aught, four zeros. It's a great. It's it's bigger than my thumb in diameter. So you have to have the right size wire, and you have to protect wires. Have any of you noticed that in your house you have an electric panel with switches? Well, actually, it turns out these are not just switches. They're circuit breakers. They're made to protect wires. And did you know that when you're wiring a house and you're hooking up your, your power lines, you have to look at the size of the wire and then use a circuit breaker to protect it. So if you're using a 12-gauge wire, you have to have a 20-amp circuit breaker. If you're using a 14-gauge wire, then you need a 15-amp breaker. And so you make them of whatever size you want. If something happens on a circuit, maybe a motor shorts out or something, and it starts pulling too much power, instead of the wire getting hot and burning your house down, the breaker senses it's pulling too much current and turns off the power. You can do that with a breaker, or like we usually do in cars, you can do it with a fuse. The difference between a, a circuit breaker and a fuse is that a fuse works one time and then if it gets burned, you have to replace it with a new fuse. And we have fuses in a lot of our appliances and we use a lot of fuses in cars. Every circuit in a car has a fuse. In fact, we usually have little circuit uh, modules like this. Can you see this one has six fuses and the different colors represent the different sizes. So here's a, a 10 amp fuse, 15 amp fuse, 20 amp fuse. Well, we need to be able to run for our five lights. We need over 40 amps. And so I had to order in these purple fuses and they say 50 amperes. So that would give me enough power to run all five lights but I need to have a wire big enough to carry that. I eventually opted to run two number 12 wires together. 
each one carrying 20, and they give me my 40 amps. Now, according to my calculations, that would be enough to power all five lights at once. But that caused another problem. Before we get into that problem, I want to look at fuses. Uh, would be kind of interesting to see how fuses work. So fuses are to protect your wire, to protect your circuit. And if anything happens, if, if it gets a short where the wire rubs against your truck and, and shorts out or it gets cut or a motor or a light or something shorts out, then the fuse is going to sense it's pulling too much power and it's going to turn off. You want to see how it works? Mm -hmm. Okay. Watch All right. The way we protect a wire is with a fuse. And in this wire, we have a fuse holder. I'll go ahead and pull it open. You can see there's a little fuse in here that is for the purpose of making sure, they're tight, making sure that this wire is protected. And each fuse has a different number of amps that it will pass without burning. I have one here that says five amps. I have another one that says 10 amps, 15, 20. And for our project, I'm gonna need this 50 amp because we are going to be pulling 40 something amps with our lights. So what I'd like to do is see how these fuses work. So I'm gonna take the little one, the five amp here, and hook it up to our battery for testing. I'm gonna hook up the one side of the battery there and the other side of the battery here. Now remember, fuses are to protect our wiring. So the idea is, if we short this out to the battery, like I've got it hooked up, instead of burning up the cables, I want it to burn the fuse or blow the fuse. Now, if you watch very careful when I turn this on, you'll be able to see the fuse blow. So watch the little wire inside the fuse here. Here we go on three, two, one. Let's do it slower. Slower. Still works pretty fast, doesn't it? So that fuse is now what we call toast. <laughs> you can have it for breakfast because it's no good. And that's what you do quite often. If you blow a fuse, you have to go down, pick up another one, and, and insert it. And fuses are used in computers and all kinds of equipment. There are different kinds of fuses. These are automotive ones. Well, with a 50 amp fuse, we're in pretty good shape, except those three switches are already pre-wired to the, to the power, to the battery, so I can turn it on, except they can only go up to 15 amps, and I need 40. If I were to hook these lights up to even the 15 amp switch, and I'd turn on the switch, it'd blow the fuse, because the wire isn't big enough. So now, I have a real problem. I've got these five 100 watt lights that would turn the night into day, <laughs> but my switch cannot power them. So maybe what I could do is hook up one light to one switch, another light to the other 15 amp, the other switches wouldn't be bright enough. So I had to use a thing called a relay. And what is a relay? A relay is a switch, on-off switch. Only it's a special switch because it is turned on and off, not by your hand, 
but rather is turned on and off by an electromagnet. So there are two wires that come out of a relay that you hook up to a very low power source, less than a tenth of an amp. And if you run that low power source through, it powers a coil. When that coil is powered, it becomes electromagnet and it pulls the switch closed and turns on this great big switch that can handle a lot of power. So in other words, with my little switch, I can turn on the relay, which then turns on the high power. In my case, I need to have 40 amps turn on and off. So I found myself an 80 amp relay, <laughs> which means I could add five more lights. <laughs> Don't tempt me. <laughs> Yeah, but now I've got to figure out how to hook up this relay. Remember, a relay is a switch that you control a large amount of power by putting a small amount of power into the electromagnet. Here in the lab, I'll like show you how it works. So in order to be able to run all of these high-powered lights, we need to have a way of controlling a lot of current. This is a relay. A relay is an electromagnet that, when you turn it on, pulls a switch, turns it on, turns it off. And if you look at the, the legend here, you've got the two wires that are the electromagnet. These are the wires that, if you energize them, they pull the relay, and these are the connectors that are going to jump. So in other words, when the power is off, this pin is connected to that pin. That means this pin down here is connected to the other one. When you turn the power on, then it connects the pin over here. So this is like a switch that turns on and off. Now I've got a thing here to demonstrate this. First of all, I've got a small LED light. I have a couple batteries hooked in series, and I have a switch. So as I slide this lever up and down, it completes the circuit so the electricity can flow through. And I'll just show you that. If I turn on, we get a light. I take it off. So this would be a manual switch. In the case of our project, the switch that's built in the truck is too small, which means if we run that much power through it, it would literally melt the switch. So instead, we're going to use a relay. Now over here, I've got uh, two six volt batteries. So this is the same voltage as the relay is re required to use. A, a truck uses 12 volts, so I have a 12 volt relay. And I have another switch. Now if you listen, you can hear the relay click. So it's clicking open and closed as I connect the power. So what if now I take these two wires hooked up to the part that's switching and hook them up to my little light over here across the switch. Now, I can turn on the light by turning on this switch, but now by turning on this one, it trips the relay, which should turn the light on. Let's try it. So every time it comes on, with just a very small amount of electricity going through this wire, I'm able to turn this switch on and off which can now handle a humongous amount of power that we need to run the lights. Did you hear that? A humongous, a humongous. <laughs> amount of power. You, could you see me smiling? You're starting to get the idea now, aren't you? Humongous. So I needed a way to mount these big lights on the truck.
And when I got them out of the box, I was shocked by how heavy they are. They're big, heavy lights. They have big heat sinks so they can dissipate the heat and not get too hot. But they're really, really, really heavy. Now, I wanted to have one of those neat light mounts so that you could shine the lights during the competition. Then you could turn off a switch, and the lights would disappear and go away. So you go through the car wash. <laughs> that makes sense? So I got a bar, hooked it up to a motor so that I could switch it on, and the bar would bring the lights up, and I would win. <laughs> and then I'd hmm. switch off, and the lights would go back down. So there's a little motor that goes in and out and moves the bar up and down. And I thought, that is going to be great. And I have this thing that you mount on the back of the truck. It's called a roll bar that I could mount all this in. I want to show you this roll bar. There it is. Won't that look neat on the back of the Raptor? I just mount that on the bed. And I can put the lights on the top. And I've got that bar in there to make them go up and down. And so I mounted them on there. Yeah. And when I went to raise them up, they were so heavy, the motor couldn't lift them. <laughs> now, I don't know if the grandsons changed gravity. <laughs> or just... But I was stopped. And, and that motor, there's no more space. I can't get a bigger motor. I'm shut down. It's a humongous amount of weight. So we are going to postpone the competition. <laughs> now, but you can't postpone the competition. And so that's when I turned to the trampoline. You know, jump. I know the trampoline, no trampoline is. is. Well, guess <laughs> what? I don't know who invented the trampoline. Could we see that jump again? Yeah. <laughs> but around the trampoline, to make it bounce better, they have springs. And I want to show you a spring off a trampoline. Can you see it there? mounted right next to the motor that's supposed to lift up the lights so that the spring's trying to lift the lights and it makes it real easy to lift because I have a spring on both ends and they're doing most of the work which makes it real easy for the lights to go up and down. That's kind of like a ballast system. It's what we do in elevators. We have a counterweight. Okay, So now even that little flimsy motor in there should have enough power to lift up the lights for the competition. <laughs> and I'll still be able to go through the car wash and go into those garages that are kind of low, which would be kind of neat. Now, there is a, another thing here. This part's very confidential. When we get down to the judging next, next week, I think having the lights come up. <laughs> I think they'll give me extra points. Because <laughs> like, I think the this. grandsons have lights that just sit there. Just like that. Yeah, but not these. And it's all made possible because of trampolines, fuses, high power relay, and technology. Inventionary. Science matters. So did you have to? Drill a hole, another hole. Did I that? have to drill a hole? Yeah. That. I didn't have to, but how would I make it stay otherwise? Uh -huh. <laughs> mm -hmm. You're doing a yeah, lot. Yeah. If you this. look, there's a little hole up there, and yeah, that that's. I I will tell you that the first spring I tried, 
didn't help. I didn't know that. No, I put one on and still was too hard. So then I went looking for a big, meaty spring that carried a lot of weight, and I found it right there. The bad news is it was your trampoline. <laughs> How'd you find it? <laughs> I'll you pay know you I back. I'll pay you back. Okay. Actually, I got that right off the internet. Mm -hmm. So, and you can see right next to it is the motor, and the motor has a little arm out the side, and if I can get that motor to actually work, you can imagine how neat that will be, mm -hmm. because it will go up and it will go down, and it'll look pretty exciting. Okay, so we've learned about wire. We know about wire gauge. I have a question about When that. it comes to wire gauge, less is more. Mm -hmm. The smaller the gauge of wire, the bigger the wire, the more current it can handle. And people say, well, how will I remember how many amps you can do with each size? And the answer is look in any engineering book or look on the internet. And you can just say wire size and current. Current is how much current or electricity is going through, and it's measured in amps. And it's a good thing you need to know for any project you're building designing. You've got to make sure that you have the right wire for what you're doing. And wires always need to be protected by a fuse or a breaker, just in case. Uh, fuses and breakers prevent so much damage to equipment and prevent so many fires. They're neat things. What's your question? So you're saying that the bigger the gauge. I was saying. It's a bigger wire. No, I'm saying the lower the gauge, the bigger the wire. Okay. You have a whole bunch of multiple wires in there. So if you combine the small wires, you can get 12 gauge, 14 gauge. Well, it turns out that if you have one 12 gauge wire, you can carry 20 amps. Mm -hmm. If you have one 14 gauge wire, the next size down, you can carry 15 amps. Mm -hmm. So if you have two of the 14 gauge, you can carry 30 amps because okay. they add up. And in my case, I decided to go with two 12-gauge wires. And when I say two, I mean two pair, two red ones and two black ones. Okay. Now, I've got them all run through a plastic tube to protect them, and I've got them all curled up, and all I've got to do now is get them from the back of the truck up to the front where I need to mount the relays and I'm down to just one tight week to get it done. <laughs> and I gotta put that whole roll bar, I, I'm gonna have a busy week, <laughs> aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> all right, does mm -hmm. that make sense? Mm -hmm. So you've gotta have a big enough wire for the current you're carrying, and that's, that's pretty important to know. Okay, we got it? Mm -hmm. We're good? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so mm -mm. I don't know. I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> so I've seen a twelve gauge wire and would, would you like to hold the twelve gauge wire? Yeah, okay. so good. Inside here there are a bunch of small wires. Yes, they are. So you combine all those small wires and you can get twelve gauge wire. You can get twelve wires? No. Actually, you can have two kinds of wire. One okay. is called stranded. Uh-huh. And one is a solid wire. Okay. So you can have 12 gauge with just one single wire, mm -hmm. or you can get 12 gauge by putting a bunch of little ones together to be the same amount of copper. That's my question. The thing about a stranded wire is it's much easier to bend. Okay. Okay. 
the wire in your house is not stranded, it's a solid wire. It's just one big fat yep. 12 gauge Same wire, okay. okay? And if it's going to a small stove, then it's probably a 10 gauge. Okay. Did you know with a 10 gauge you can get 30 amps with one wire? I didn't know that. And if it's a big stove, then you probably have a six gauge. And the lower the gauge, the bigger the wire, the more power you can carry. Got Another it. interesting thing, most of our wires are made out of copper or aluminum. And it turns out copper, for the same size, can carry more electricity than aluminum. So if you want to have aluminum, which is sometimes less expensive than copper, because they kind of go up and down in price, but copper is usually a little bit more expensive, you have to have a bigger wire if it's copper. I mean, excuse me, if it's aluminum and if it's copper. The ones I've been quoting are all for copper wire. Okay. A network wire, like you'd use for plugging your computer for the network signal, mm -hmm. those are very, very, very tiny wires, and they're clear down to 22 to 32 gauge. And they're just, okay. when you get 32, sounds enormous, but it's actually very, very small. Now do you have yep. it? I have it. Now we're good. Mm -hmm. All right, so who are you going to vote for? <laughs> you want me to say? Well, I was thinking, you know, we need to, we need to establish some rules here. Okay. We've had some people like actually contact us this week and say, um, so if you're not an Acela student and you don't have a Acela's ID to sign in, how do you get to vote for the grandsons? Yep. And the simple answer is you don't get to vote for the grandsons. <laughs> just, for, just for our. Yeah. So I say, you, you know, what we should do is maybe have this be the kind of contest where you can vote as many times as you want. Mm -hmm. Vote your conscience and vote often. Really? <laughs> or not, or not. So we're getting that figured out still. Okay. But um, before we finish up here, I just want to know, so who are you planning to vote for? Yeah. We will see. We will see. <laughs> I think I know what could help you make up your mind. Okay. What if I let you have a close-up look at how the project is coming? I would love to have a close-up Would you like to see that? Okay, I would like to show you, not on the truck, because it's not on the truck yet, but I'd like to show you how it's coming. Would okay. you like to see it? Yeah. Okay, this will be the test. Okay. So now who are you going to vote for? We will still see. Can you see how that means? I mean, can you imagine just two lights up there doing nothing? Oh, and, they, and they think it's really cool. <laughs> They're so proud of their little lights. Those are a lot more little lights. It's different when they go. <laughs> and when I get them so they turn on. <laughs> if I could, It'd be neater, wouldn't it? <laughs> can you imagine 40 amps, 500 watts of power? When I turn those on, I suspect the whole light grid in K 
Kansas City's going to do. <laughs> well, there's a student in California who says he's going to be watching for it. Yes, they'll be so. able to see it there. <laughs> yeah. That's what you said. I, I've kind of, I haven't seen this yet, but Robert I'm kind of imagine that when you turn it on, you'll be able to see the light shoot out. You know, it'll start, they start shooting straight up like this. And you'll see the light beam go, geez. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be pretty neat. Yeah. And down in the bumper, uh -huh. I put six more lights. <laughs> and I'm going to hook those up to the 15 amp switches. Because on one side, I have three lights. And it takes 15 amps. And on the other side. So when I flip on that switch, the bumper down there, where I put those little lights, will be brighter than the headlights. What you can do with They're knowledge. Fog wow. Fog lights. Fog yeah. lights. Cut right through it, won't it? Mm -hmm. Now who are you going to vote for? <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I did is I was able to find some new wheels that fit. That fit. Oh, That's yeah. a plus. And these wheels, you know what a wheel is. A wheel goes inside of the tire. Some people think a tire is a wheel. A tire's the rubber part. The wheel's the part inside. You know, if the spoke, the wheel. I do know this. Where there's a wheel, there's a way. Okay. <laughs> so I had these stock wheels, and they were okay. Almost okay. Uh, no, no. So I went searching, and I found a company that makes wheels called Fuel. Some of you guys that are into cars know about Fuel. They make Really, really neat wheels. And I found some that kind of had the stealth look of my black Raptor. You know, Raptor is the airplane, the Air Force airplane, that you cannot see on radar and can fly supersonic. And so when I got the Raptor, I didn't get the blue and I didn't get the pink one. I got the stealth one. And these wheels match it. It's really kind of neat. You're enjoying this, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, but it's, it's better than that. Oh. Because these wheels are nine inches wide. The original ones were only eight and a half inches only. wide. Okay. And that means that the wheel sticks out a half inch from the truck. <sighs> <laughs> and it's better than that because not only is it a half inch wider, but it also has an offset of an inch. So it sticks out an inch and a half. Can you do that again? Thank you. Yeah. So when it goes down the road, oh man, does it go down the road? Watch out, grandsons. Don't you tell. All right, well, we're going to let her vote her conscience. And uh, we'll see you next week. I want everyone to be sure to get plenty of rest the night before. It's going to be a big event, right? But uh, just in parting, I would like to just let you have one more look of the raptor light bar. <laughs> oh. Thank you. Bravo. <laughs>